0: Hey Nikki. Hey Selena. And hey y'all, and welcome to Sweet Tea and TV.
1: Hey y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have something beautiful uh, planned. You do? Yes, it's very artistic. Oh. Could is it this... be? Do we have questions?
1: Is it my turn? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's is where turn. I take over. Yeah, please, okay. God, take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Designing Women Season 5, Episode 18. <clears throat> this is art. I can't make myself form a question. Uh, The ladies attend a contemporary art exhibit opening where Julia becomes an instant sensation when her purse is mistaken for an exhibit piece. Meanwhile, Mary Jo tries to find a cheap way to fix Charlene's car after she dings it, and Suzanne accidentally glues her lips together while trying to fix her fingernail. Air date February 25th, 1991. We're calling this one An Interesting Arrangement of Dirt Clods. It was written by Stephen Roth and Deanne Roth, this is the only episode they'll write they previously wrote for Hey Dude. Oh, yeah, that was very good. Thanks. It's directed by Roberta Sherry Skelza. Yes,
0: I learned that this morning.
1: <laughs> I uh, caught that at the last minute and I only pointed it out to you because I didn't want you to be confused when we got here and I was afraid I'd forget to tell you.
0: You know, it's just, it's always David Trainer in my eyes. It is
1: always David Trainer, And in my notes. This time it's Roberta. I also tried to look up Stephen Roth and Deanne Roth. Um, I only found one blog post that said um, Deanne never had any other credits to her name after this episode. Mm. I wonder what she went off in life to do. (laughs) Stephen had a couple more things. I'm Deanne Roth. (laughs) (laughs) That was your big news for today. (laughs) Yeah. All right. General reactions and stray observations. Where can you get us started, Selena?
0: Where can I? Well, I just thought that this one was pretty fun um, and clever how they brought the A and B plot lines together for the end of the episode. That is Mary Jo selling one of Julia's paintings to pay Charlene back for digging her car, which you just mentioned. So,
1: yeah, just good fun, like the last one. Uh Uh-oh. My first reaction is, I think this episode might have veered into the too ridiculous for me. Oh, no. Um, You know I love the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. But I think I had more dislikes about the way they made the shenanigans happen in this episode okay. that made it, like, not super fun for me to watch. But you know what? Let's see who changes whose mind. I didn't think too hard about the fact that they... Brought together the car accident with, um, I mean, I like, I obviously knew that's what happened, but I didn't think about it as being sort of like a, a wrap-up for the episode. So mm-hmm. that's nice. That's uh, my
0: um, upside moment for today. Oh, know? okay. Good. Whatever the ap- opposite of Debbie Downer is. Upper Positive Polly. Oh.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> <Either way>. Positive <laughs> Polly is good. Upper <laughs> Ursula is the name of a drug dealer. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> the little Mermaid's storm dealer <laughs> oh no okay <laughs> I, I think it's uh, silent uh, over
1: here nikki me <laughs> my mic yeah i don't anything about upper ursula later tonight i also felt a gap in this episode without anthony i feel like he would have had a thing or two to say about the art and then can you even imagine bernice mm. what would her reaction have been to some of these things there's no episode where I'm like, we just don't need Bernice. <laughs>
0: She's not relevant here. Yeah, she won't make this better. That was my last general reaction. Julia, so to, to your point about maybe there, not everything working for you, was obviously annoyed that her art gallery friend sold her purse as art. So it did feel strange to me that she actually then put her paintings in the gallery. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think maybe this is somewhere... I was having this, like, I was, you always, what is it, bumping against this concept of Julia being so uppity and snotty about art and, like, yeah. the value of fine art and blah, blah, blah. And then they Blue sell balls. her purse and she thinks, like, what would you say? rubles uh, Right. And then they sell her purse and she thinks, like, how stupid is this? But let's try to sell my fine art of the bowls that I had sitting on my counter. But I was really glad this is one of my likes. So I'm going to jump right there now. I really liked how she came back at the end and actually said she's really confused about everything now. She thought she used to know something about art and now she's just doesn't even know what's happening anymore. We rarely get Julia admitting anything like that. So I really liked that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I usually like an episode where she gets taken down a peg, yeah. even though I like her a lot, but it's just like, I think
1: she just always feels so confident in everything that and because, condescending.
0: Yeah, sometimes I just need to get, you know.
1: There were a few pieces of art where I was like, Julia, even you think this is stupid, right? Just admit it. Just admit.
0: I, this is my last general observation, which could be a, um, a reaction, which could be a stray observation. I'm kind of giving that away already. I think getting your lips cut apart with an exacto knife is one of the more terrifying things I've heard on this show or anywhere. It does sound terrifying. Yeah. I mean, just like the idea of like, but what if?
1: <laughs> Can I admit something dumb? Mm-hmm. I don't think I even let my brain go to how they were going to get her lips apart. So I was thinking like an, an acid or something. I just assumed like that. And then when she said exacto Knife, I was like,
0: oh, oh no.
1: Oh, it sounds like a horror movie, doesn't it? It
0: must be. Yeah. Also- That can't be true, right? That's not going to happen. The only thing I can think of, the strongest glue I've ever come across, was on the moss sheets that they sell at Hobby Lobby. Oh, uh uh-huh. Oh my goodness! That got stuck to my hand pretty badly oh, the other no. week. I was definitely having a little flash of this episode, oh, and then no. it was like getting stuck to itself. Oh and no! Then, and I was like, just all
1: went. Sideways. And I was like
0: waving moss around, attached to my hand in the air. Like, I, I didn't I even like, want oh, this right. moss in the
1: first place. Yeah,
0: but it's mine forever now.
1: <laughs> uh, I think if anybody's a dermatologist and wants to let us know what they would do if a patient came in with their lips glued together, that would be nice.
0: That would be nice, but I probably have some other questions for you first. Yeah, probably. <laughs> in that line personal
1: needs yeah <laughs> um strays actual strays <laughs> so many i pulled a selena and i looked up what the 2044 car repair would look like in today's dollars did you do this also as well okay did you come up with 4718 oh that's Were we using two different inflation what did calculators? you come up with
0: i came up with 4500 or what a few episodes would have been one
1: real pearl necklace well maybe we looked it up on different days Inflation got worse.
0: <laughs> it probably did. It probably is the difference between the last couple of months.
1: Of course, that also means that if they sold her purse for $5,000 today, that would be like 11500 Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Uh, Julia bought her purse at J.C. JCPenney's. Does that surprise you? Oh, I don't even remember that. It's when she answers the phone and she says, as Julia Sugarbaker's personal agents, uh-huh. I would advise you to go check your local J.C. JCPenney's accessory department
0: i'm trying to think of jc Penney's of 1991 yeah. uh, but i still think she would have been at riches or uh yeah and the other place i thought of was lord and taylor that just i don't know do we have we ever had a lord and taylor do we there have one now? used to
1: be one at the mall of georgia uh, Closed because no one could afford to go there, no <laughs> to go there. <laughs> but she strikes me as sort of like a or maybe just boutiques or something but yeah jc
0: Penney's. yeah well, i hear you i think that's yeah. fair
1: Uh, And then I had one cut line I wanted to share. Okay. It's actually a cry for help now that I'm reading my notes. Um, After the chairs are art debacle, there was a cut and I can't quite figure it out. So we have listener Adam who has the DVDs and I'm hoping he can tell me what was said. So this is right after Charlene said, you're kidding me. That looks like a big bunch of chairs to me. It was something along the lines of, I'm sorry they don't have some pictures of clowns crying or those children with the big eyes. I love those. I thought you would. Well, what does that mean? It means she thinks we're cultural illiterates and probably ought to buying our art at gas station parking lots. I think we should probably ought to stop buying our gas, Uh, art at gas station parking lots. And stop buying your gas at art Art houses. Parking lots. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I I would love to know if that's what it was. Um, And I also, what I appreciated about this cut line, one is I think it bridges to a comment about parking lot gas station art later. Um, But also I appreciate that one of the women finally just sort of like put put it on the nose how snotty Julia had been about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Every comment she's made in the episode up to this point has implied that these women like are buying artwork at Target every weekend. Right. Which I think is fantastic, but true art lovers may not appreciate. And I just appreciated they finally called her out on it.
0: Yeah, I like that. Like that. I have That's one up. more stray, which is just that Julia's art school days in Paris. Is this the first we've heard of this? I want to say yes. He, well, yeah, yeah. She does have a French affinity. She is a bit uh, of a Hinko
1: file. because that I, time she spent at the buttons.
0: <laughs> Who among us haven't had Sorbonne's? Um, But she did do the French cooking class in season four. So she does have an affinity, but
1: I don't remember ever hearing that she had went to art school in paris and i feel confident saying that because charlene seems surprised by that fact mm-hmm. julia's
0: lived a lot of lives she she go to like university of
1: mississippi or something
0: i thought yeah or her miss old miss i think yeah all right i think so i guess they studied abroad but, there, they, but they also never mentioned it. you know how they fudge up their Ages. It's like they put Mm. them as 15 years apart or whatever, but then every other episode they're only two years apart or something. They're at college at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Suzanne, watch. How are you feeling about it?
1: Okay. So this one, this was obvious enough for me.
0: They just literally glued her lips together. When were at season six, episode
1: one, will that be <laughs> obvious like, enough I for I feel you? like they don't like <laughs> I feel like something's break. happening. Um, what I wondered, so we mentioned at the beginning that this episode was written by some Designing Women unknowns, so Steven and Deanne. Mm-hmm. Do you think they got some kind of creative direction to, like, find a creative way to leave her out? Like, what does that conversation look like? I don't know. I think that's
0: a really, I think that's a really interesting question. I, I don't know how any of that would come to be, except for the fact, or, like, how far in advance were they writing these, you know? Yeah. Uh, Well, we
1: know when LBT was writing them, she was writing them pretty quickly right before they aired. But yeah, I don't know if this was written a long time ago, but it was, I mean, it was so on the nose. They literally just glue her lips together. And to your point from maybe the last episode, I will give um, Delta Burke full credit for the physical humor of this one, because for someone with their lips shut, lips glued shut, she did so much. So much. She accomplished so much and made me laugh so hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was also thinking too, in terms of like Suzanne watch, uh, they, so we essentially have like a C plot now just for Suzanne. Oh. So it's like the art stuff is a
1: Mary Joe and Charlene is B and C is glued lips. Yeah. Yeah. We're- and was that in- to the point earlier? Like that probably wasn't intentional. They <laughs> probably did not mean that.
0: Or, you know, or is it like, the- <laughs> is it that thing where you just have to figure out what to do with her? yeah at this point i don't okay. know uh worth mentioning too that like much like the last episode with the smoking this is another one that people have pointed out a number of times on social media as a really good example this episode of, in of particular isolation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this one and the smoking ones are the ones that people pointed
1: out the very most i don't get the smoking one. i definitely get this one all right things that we liked Well, I already mentioned Julia kind of coming around at the end and admitting how confused she is by art at this point in time. Uh, I also really liked that random guy who came in to talk to Suzanne at the gallery. She didn't say a word, and he had a whole conversation. So I don't know if that speaks volumes about just, like, people in general or people at art galleries, but it's saying something about somebody somewhere (laughs) that they can come in and have a whole conversation with themselves.
0: I... I know a few people like that. <laughs> I liked Suzanne's review of the Louvre. I have no intention of being dragged to one more museum just to look at pictures of small busted women with large butts lying outdoor naked eating fruit. I will try not to take offense to that.
1: <laughs> Do you the... lay around naked eating fruit outside a lot? Sounds nice. <laughs> well, it's like Nikki's worst nightmare. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. And what a shame! The Louvre was really cool. There's all kinds of cool artwork to see there, and it's not all women laying around eating fruit.
0: I would like to go back to the Louvre when I wasn't on the precipice of being very sick, and we went, like, almost as soon as we got in. Like, I think we we flew there. There were some trains involved, so I'm trying to... (laughs) It's hard to remember now, but, like, anyways, so we were, like, a little jet-lagged. We'd already been like away for almost a week and we should have taken a rest day and so I was just in there and I was in there with people who don't necessarily love museums whereas I could like spend a solid week in a museum and not think twice about it oh no I can't do that and I do like uh, to see stuff And um, yeah, I think my favorite part in that one is um, where you see the remnants of the old castle underneath. That was really neat.
1: They had like a really cool Egyptian exhibit when we were there and um, we were only in Paris for like two or three days and we had walked like 30,000 steps every single day. So we didn't, we also did not take a rest day. And so we were kind of just like our, I, I honestly was not sure my legs could walk much further. So we like prioritized. like I wanted to see the Mona Lisa. I just had to see it. Uh, and yep, there were some other thing. things that we just had to see. And then after energy. that, it was like, everything would just kind of be a nice to have. Mm-hmm. So we sat a lot at that museum. Right. Not that I you just could got get our energy.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but I couldn't get anywhere near the Mona Lisa.
1: So like, we got pretty close actually, yeah. but I mean, it's just it's like everybody so says tiny. It's, yeah. it's so tiny. It's so, I was so simultaneously, I'm not sure how this is possible to be overwhelmed and underwhelmed at the same time. That's but how, how a lot of people describe
0: Paris. Oh, so Paris yeah. is very sprawly. So
1: yeah.
0: there, there's. No, it's, it's not scary. shocking to me at all that you were stepping thirty thousand steps every day. Just man, it was so much. Yeah, it's a lot. So great though. But I'd anyway. like to go back. Anyway, so anyway, I think she Paris missed out. <laughs> I
1: think she missed out. <laughs> I think you're right.
0: The poking at contemporary art was just something that I liked in this one. The pile of dirt and trash on the floor, the payphone on the wall, the black square, the grouping of chairs. It all felt realistic to me. I, those aren't that far off from things that I've seen myself or read about. I actually, we'll talk about contemporary art in um, later this week in Extra Sugar, but I did buy a book on contemporary art, and it's um, bringing me around the bend. I'm trying to, like, okay. really expand my horizons. So, well, you're about to learn a lot about it,
1: so I'm, buckle up, I'm sweetheart. I'm fine with my artwork horizons being set at. As long as some people love art, that's great. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah, that's understandable.
0: Did you have other likes? Uh-uh. Um. Okay, so I think I'm just with you. I, the uh, one part I wanted to mention when this is about Delta and how good she is in this episode when she knocks that cheese plate out of the one guy's hands uh-huh. at the art gallery, I just thought that was hilarious. Charlene's fake interpretation of what the black square oh. means was really funny. <laughs> I see death and destruction. <laughs> I see evil forces running rampant possibly a nuclear bomb going off bathing everything in darkness i'd say it advocates peace how was that which i thought was pretty good actually <laughs> <That> <laughs> seems good to work. me mary joe dragging that bumper into the office to make things right with charlene just made me laugh it was just like i don't know it was so ridiculous
1: just out there i didn't put this in my notes but i'm gonna say it anyway mm-hmm. have you ever been to a you place Or car stuff? I don't think so. So it's like a big, giant car graveyard. And they keep a database of the different types of cars they have in the junkyard. Mm -hmm. And you can go to them and you can just pull off parts. And then you pay by the pound or whatever their situation is. So I drove a 93 Eagle Talon which is the same body as a Mitsubishi Eclipse from that year and um, the same body as one other type of car. So you can go find those cars and then you can pull the pieces off. And my car was falling apart. So it was missing things. So I went to a U-Pole place with my stepdad and got like the visor to go, you know, at the um, sun visor, Mm -hmm. some of the knobs for different things. We spent like $25 and my car was like actually back in one piece. So... Charlene made kind of a snotty comment about crappy stuff from used cars. And I was like, give it a chance. A bumper's slightly different, but give it a chance because it might just save you some money. It's They don't I, make cars like that anymore.
0: Well, I feel like we've gotten this. I'm an old
1: man now.
0: I feel like we've gotten this plot line before. And it's just this idea of like, if you don't have a lot of money, that issue is a big issue to you, right? Right. And if you are Suzanne, who's gotten her car dinged before by Mary Joe, or oh, it was the other way around—Mary Joe hit, um, or Suzanne hit Mary Joe's car, or whatever. Yes, but the vol- like the Volvo. If you're on the, you know, if you're on the other hand, it's a little bit of like a power dynamic, is what I think I'm trying to say. Mm. On top of the fact that, like, for Charlene now, ever since she's been with Bill, she doesn't really worry about money anymore. Mm. So to like. Act like it's no big deal, and then start making specif- specifications mm-hmm. about things. It's like it's like two different, you know. Then just
1: accept it, and then be like, oh, just go get it, right? Done. And just. She probably could have done that. That said, I mean, I'm not saying she's totally in the wrong because she did say, just leave it alone. Like, right. I'll figure it out on my own. Mary Jo pushed the issue. And she's like, the reason I'm not making a big deal is because I like, I want this done a certain way and you're not listening to me yeah. and you're doing it your way. And that's really annoying me because I don't want to do it your way. I want to do it my way. So I'm not saying she's wrong. Yeah. I just really wanted to talk about you pull car places. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get a sponsorship? They're very handy. They're very handy.
0: Yeah. No, that's great. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's, that's fantastic. So good good yes, for I you. love that. Suzanne letting loose once she can talk again. Oh. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. She says, Julia, you made a big fool out of yourself at that gallery, and that Rosalind friend of yours... Or is it Rosalind? I I was going to ask. She dresses like a shepherd. Also, Mary Jo, I can't (laughs) believe that you gave Charlene all that money because she didn't want used parts on her car. Please. She (laughs) comes from that hillbilly territory. You know, they all got about 400 junky used cars up on blocks in their front yard. And then they offer to close their lips again. (laughs) (laughs) And then the cute button on the end with Charlene accidentally super gluing the super glue to
1: her hand. That was pretty good. How about? Dislikes. uh we talked about this maybe two episodes ago now uh, there was multiple miscues by Charlene on the artwork mm-hmm. so first it was the stuff on the floor then it was the payphone then it was the chairs it just got kind of tired mm-hmm. after a while mm-hmm. and then that paired with the rhinoplasty thing from episode 16 like we've been with this character long enough to know that she's not like dumb she could be a little ditzy from time to time but like this level of dumb was really annoying. I don't know that she would run into that many miscues.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I'm like the payphone she just, is tricky. Uh, maybe, but
1: it's in, in the 91 art gallery. To Mary Jo's point. Like yeah. you're in an art gallery. What do you you just think they have a phone hanging on the wall for you to make a phone call? I don't know. It just, one right after the other, if it had been by yeah. itself, if that had been the example, yeah. that would have been funny. Right. But it was the second in a series of three. And it was just like, all right, we get it. Like, Charlene, at this point, you know, if it's in this room, don't trust it. Like, even yeah. even a ditzy person is smart enough to know that. She had a line toward the middle or end of the episode where She says, Van Gogh only sold one painting in his entire life. You're tied with Van Gogh. That's the sort of like ditzy, goofy that I think is really funny and works for her character. Mm -hmm. She knows enough about life to make funny comments, but they're like nonsensical comments. Like comparing Julia and Van Gogh is nonsense, but doing it in an educated way is really funny. And I just feel like that's the kind of jokes I like to see from her.
0: For what it's worth, and it may be worth diddly squat, I did not read it as Charlene is ditzy. I read it as contemporary art is stupid. And that's what the show was telling us.
1: For sure. And I think if every character standing there had made that mistake about something.
0: Or they kind of like trade it off.
1: Exactly. Okay. Then I I, I definitely read that, but I think they kept giving it to Charlene. And I was like, okay, Mary Mm -hmm. Jo also is admitting that this stuff is dumb. So can she get one of these? Can Suzanne try to sit in a chair? Mm -hmm. Like something that's not just Charlene. That was really irking me.
0: I can hear that um, in your that, voice. That's all. that's all I had I didn't like in this episode. I can hear that in your vocal cords. I I got very angry. So, you want to rate this one? Cuz I had no, um, I had no dislikes in this episode. Oh, so, I didn't just change your mind? Not on that, no. I'm sure you don't want to double check that? I'm I'm a little scared. <laughs>
1: So my rating scale is C's of over-interpretation. That's what the man said to Suzanne Mm -hmm. after he called her an Mm anti-interpretationist. I gave it three out of five C's of over-interpretation. This one falls in the category of I probably don't have enough dislikes to mark it down any lower. And it was perfectly watchable. But if I had a choice, I wouldn't rewatch this episode. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I'm hey I've been there well I gave this one five out of five anti- we're always like this I gave it five out of five anti-interpretationist motel motif enthusiast
1: I wanted to do something with motel motif that was so great it was so good um I went back to see if we had named this episode yet because I thought motel motif would be a funny one there's still time yeah well it's no, we've passed it now. I had, the moment's um, passed. You can't have anything.
0: I um, had a bad run on ratings there for a while, and um, given I had no dislikes on this one, I, I just couldn't see anything but a perfect score. This time around, it just made sense. I think no, the I episode didn't. had lots of <laughs> funny bits, and for me, it was well-paced. Um, it was silly, but I think it played on some real concepts the sillier parts of the art world and people with money, but no sense. And so I like that aspect of it. Um, and it made me go look a little bit closer at this kind of art that usually doesn't work for me and maybe make me think a little bit about what that says about me versus what that says about contemporary art. So, um, I'm yeah. glad you
1: had that little self-introspection.
0: Uh, <laughs> tell you something i'm 38 with no children i've got only (laughs) introspection left
1: 90s things (laughs) Uh, something about the whole plot line just being about contemporary art feels distinctly 90s to me
0: yeah not fair the payphone art today i think it would be clearer that it was trying to say something because nobody was using or nobody's using payphones now there's people on earth who don't know what that is. Uh oh, the person that owns the gallery, she says, will make out the receipt in my office. Oh. That's a lot. Yeah. So Southern things? They mentioned the high museum. Yeah, they do. A museum in Atlanta. <laughs> I I think it's probably arguably our most prestigious um or prestigious if Art you, Museum. Yeah. Sure. In in Georgia. Yeah. So. Julia called them her Underthings. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call mine. Well, you're a southern. Sometimes I call them underoos. <laughs> underoos. I mean, that we can all agree it's better than panties. <laughs> all of us can agree to that. Um, references we need to talk about? Anything? I don't have anything. Mine was just the Van Gogh. Did he really just sell one piece of art? Like I, kn- I knew it, but oh, I, I took to Charlie's word at for it. it again. Yeah. Well, you really trust her, you know. I do.
1: Maybe.
0: So it would be a With really weird one to make up, but yeah. so they made it up. No. (laughs) According to Van Gogh Gallery, Red Vineyard at Aries, that's the name of that, that was the only painting that ever sold in his lifetime. And it's now at the Pushkin Museum in Moscow, in case you're ever there and want to see it. The rest of Van Gogh's more than 900 paintings were not sold or made famous until after his death. That's wild. It really is. I, I always find stuff like that really interesting.
1: I also really love when they discover, like, Van Gogh paintings in an attic in Italy or something. Like, only in Europe would they find a 300-year-old piece of art (laughs) that's just been hanging out in an attic. Just hanging. I know. I just love that. All right. Are we ready for the next episode? So ready. Season 5, episode 19. Blame it on New Or, like, in King of Queens, sometimes they say New Orleans um we'd love to follow along with us and engage they have a new orleans episode which is really funny mm. we'd love everyone to follow along with us and engage instagram and facebook at sweet tea and tv tiktok at sweet tea tv pod youtube sweet tea tv 7371 our email address is sweet pod at gmail.com and our website is www.sweet There are are several ways to support the show. Tell your family and friends about us. Rate or review the podcast wherever you listen. We have additional ways um, available on the website from our Support Us page. And then come back Thursday. Selena, this one's all
0: yours. What's it about? We're going to be talking about contemporary art, and then we'll also highlight some museums right here in the south. I'm actually going to try and stay away from Atlanta and Georgia because it feels too easy. So Yes, so we're (laughs) going (laughs) to the south, but not where we live. (laughs) Anywhere but here. (laughs) It's <laughs> so our tagline. Just <laughs> kidding. All right. Well, you know what that means, Nikki. What does it mean, Selena? It means we'll see you around the bend. Bye.